All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the too ugly for TV podcast, bonus podcast. This is uh, just me, Nathan, yammering at you. I'm going to read you a little something-something that I wrote. Uh, I put it on my blog. It's called Sanctuary. And the reason I do these things is because not everybody likes to read blogs. Some people drive to and from work, and they like to listen to podcasts. And I'm not going to lie to you, I would prefer you listen to me read you my blog while you are in your car than to have you actually read it on your phone and get into a car accident and die. So uh, I'm just looking out for you here. That's, that's what's going on. All right, here it is. This is called Sanctuary. When I got to college, I did what many students do for money and got a job at a restaurant. I was a bartender in an attempting to be a high-end venue, but one that was kind of low class. Anyway, as happens in many venues in the restaurant industry, much of the staff was gay. Well, being young and heterosexual, after a shift would end, I wanted to hang out with the waitresses. They, in turn, wanted to hang out with the gay men, so it was to the gay bars I went. I've never been much of a bar rat, and it wasn't until I ended up in my first gay bar that I discovered why. Regular bars are too testosterone-filled. There exists the ever-present element of danger in a straight bar, the threat some idiot is going to get drunk, thump his chest, and decide it's time to break bottles over an innocent head. In college bars, you don't want to bump into the wrong overly macho asshole or get pushed into his girlfriend. When dealing with a Cro-Magnon, fists fly before thoughtful reason comes to light. In gay bars, by contrast, I saw the oddest cross-section of Americana I have ever witnessed. Sometimes I thought it looked like a Halloween costume party, because people from all walks of life would be conversing with one another, yet with no hostility taking place between them. For example, a redneck in a cowboy hat would be sitting casually with a black man dressed like a full-on gangster. A white boy in a preppy Oxford shirt and a tattered jean punk rocker would smile and flirt with one another without any hint of irony. There are subsets and cliques within any community, and I discovered that since homosexuals were already being persecuted by the outside world, they weren't going to add discrimination within the safe walls of their oasis. The so-called redneck was simply a man who enjoyed country music and the lifestyle, but who was also gay. The black man probably did come from the ghetto and dressed like a gangbanger every day, but he wouldn't be accepted as gay among the homies. I also saw that Latino and Asian men found easy acceptance among their gay, white, and African-American counterparts. And though it was unspoken, you could understand the idea was, it's us against the world, and if we can't accept one another in here, what chance do we have outside these doors? I found great comfort in that idea, and I believe it was a greater representation of true brotherhood than I have ever seen in religion. Though love and compassion are preached in religion, 
A we're right and you're wrong attitude always seems to come up when comparing gods or styles of worship. Well, the reason all this is coming to my mind is because of the many, many, Jesus fucking Christ, oh so many, mass shootings that have been taking place over the past few years. Unfortunately, after every shooting, I've witnessed people, both normal citizens and those given the power of the airwaves and the media and television, actually comparing and then ranking tragedies. It's absurd, but what makes it worse is when people try to make one event more tragic than another. Case in point, the Pulse nightclub in Orlando versus the Emanuel African Methodist Episcopal Church in South Carolina. The question I heard people asking was, is it worse to be shot by a racist in a church or by a homophobe in a gay bar? The only response I can muster up to such a comparison is, does it really matter? Well, even worse than that example, after the first Baptist church in Sutherland Springs was shot up, the comparison became, well, in Texas, they were in a house of God. In Orlando, they were in a gay bar, a house of sin. Well, I think what anyone making such a statement is forgetting is, to a homosexual, a gay bar is a sanctuary. It is where they go to escape persecution and to create family. And despite all the progress society has made in their attitude toward homosexuality, persecution, discrimination, and slander still exists against members of the LGBTQ community. The gay bar acts as a haven where gay people can lower their guard, relax, and just be. So, maybe instead of comparing and ranking tragedies, we should be doing something to prevent them. <laughs>